previously on Box Cutters. Oh God, what a recorded a triple R question to ask. Until you, until you said, <laughs> until you said, what did you think of his facial hair? I had no thought of him even having, having facial, facial hair. hair. Didn't cross my mind. That's weird. That's weird that you thought that. What do you think of his craft beer? <laughs> What do you think of his ukulele playing on... Uh... Oh, my God. On the side of the wall at Triple R, there's a poster promoting ukulele fest. Box Cutters. Box Cutters. Good evening and welcome to Box Cutters episode 363. Check out mine. It's got a sloth on it. <laughs> My name's Brett Cropley in the studio <laughs> this week. Marion Blythe. Hello, Internet. Nicola Holiday. Hi, everyone. And Steel Saunders for the first time in 2014. Ooh, hey, you guys. Welcome, Free Steve. Chappelle. Your campaign works. Mm, yeah. yeah. Yeah, a little dated. <laughs> nine long years, but we got there. <laughs> now you're going to talk about it for nine more long years. <laughs> Chappelle's been the biggest freaking anticlimax, I think, that we've seen for a long, long time in this country, that the AFP are raiding the Channel 7 that, that was the only That was the only news item that I heard about the whole thing, and... Uh, because I was avoiding it all, but I was pretty happy to see that that news item. How, how was that possible? What what sort of void are you living in? Oh, I was avoiding it yeah. all. I nearly had to deframe you. I live you. in a bubble. I live in a bubble. <laughs> okay. Did you watch the show, the Chappelle show? No, no. Late, oh, late, no, I caught the end of it. Late night with Chappelle. I caught the end of it. <laughs> oh, that's a show. Oh wait, I think we were watching different. <laughs> shows. It was awesome. My favourite bit was they had um, the customs official said, do you have a permit to import marijuana into this country? And I think just nationwide, everyone just went, oh, you can get a permit? <laughs> <That's right. laughs> I'll fill out that form. I only caught like literally the last 10 minutes and I went, hang on, I- is she innocent in this? Is this what's happening? <laughs> I didn't, is this how I this is being presented? Anymore. Well, okay. the problem was I was so caught up in the, the docudrama. Mm. I was docudramaed up the hee-haw. And <laughs> then when she actually got released in real life, I was like, I, like I had the image of her in the docudrama. <laughs> so I was like, oh, man, she's that nine years has not done her well. <laughs> she Forgetting that she didn't actually go into jail looking like mm. whoever that actress was, who was um, really doing Chappelle some favours oh. in the looks department. Mm. Who, who was it? It was movie docudrama Chappelle. Someone they picked for, for how she looked like Chappelle rather than her acting ability. Oh. What are you saying? Bro? No, I'm asking. And, and right. that there is the real crime. <laughs> Smuggling in unqualified actresses into our televisions. Based on looks alone. So has there been anything on free to air TV that anybody's watched? Chappelle! No. <laughs> I think so. I watched In Excess in the ad breaks. I watched In Excess. Nothing right. could tear us apart except Chappelle. I've been watching Wednesday nights on ABC. So, Sean McAuliffe's Mad as Hell mm-hmm. and Spicks and Specks mm-hmm. and the Moody's. Mm-hmm. I, I have seen Specks and Specks, mm. the new version. <laughs> mm-hmm. Is that what it's called, the new one? Yeah, oh, they've got to fancy it up, <laughs> you know, with uh, Joshua Earl. He's doing a great job. He's doing a great job. You're doing a great job, <laughs> Joshy. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. I don't know why people, like, complain about it, like. People were very upset about new Spicks and Specs, whatever. People are jerks. It's just a show. Like, Has there really not... been a lot of Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, think, well, I think I heard um, Adam Richard on another podcast, and he was saying, you know, everyone's like, oh, Miff and Alan I can't get a plug for my own podcast. Yeah, what was that was about? Pod- Why are you being cagey about <laughs> I, I love Green Guy Letters? I remember if it was yours or a different one. <laughs> wow. Oh, so Adam Richard was on Green Guy um, yeah. Letters. What, do you not listen to I Love Green? What is this? I Still, know, like, I'd be up. Walk, walk out. Walk out. Throw your headset no, I'm sure I, I, I did it. He was on, was it yours? It was. Okay, he was on Green Guard Letters. I thought it was. And he might, well, Steele should have said this, but now I have. And he made an interesting point in that Miff and I Alan. I butt in one more time. Not only do I not get plugged, I then get, like, dissed for not saying something. <laughs> Steele should have said this. <laughs> can, I Steel, what, yeah, can I hear what? So what I thought was interesting and that no one had said yet was that um, Alan and Adam and Miff didn't want to do it anymore. Mm, Everyone's mm, like, bring mm. them back. Why'd they go? They don't care. Really? They're, is that the attitude of the tweeters? They've got to do other shit. They the don't haters. want to do it. Like, they actually don't. You know, it's not like they had... They yeah. Were like, 
And here are these three awesome people who are wanting to give you your favourite stupid show. It's not stupid. So still, you would have been a big uh, sports TV viewer over the the summer break. We haven't seen you since last year. Uh, You would have been down for the cricket, down for the tennis. I I was... Down for the Olympics. I'm still sweating. It's amazing. I can't get enough of that televised sporting event just so I can find out what's coming up this year on Channel 7 mm. that's, oh, that's yeah. my watch so so it's mainly for that it's not yeah. for love of the game no 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 sporting for me I um, saw a bit of the Winter Olympics I like the the, like the bob sled. was weird. That was good. On Box Cutters this week we're uh, taking a look at a show from the UK called The Wrong Man's Apostrophe, no apostrophe. No apostrophe. That's, On purpose. That's, that's not, There's a reason. That's not a an, an, an misspoken. Well, I haven't actually figured out why it is that. Well, a smart person but told me. But maybe we'll me. come around to it. Yeah, I'll, 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 yeah, tell you, yeah. I'll tell you during the review. I've got an idea hey, as well. Save it for the podcast, yes. you guys. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be hearing from Marion's crushes mm-hmm. of the week. I've got an I don't buy it about uh, kind Freaky. Very, very weird. I'm still, I'm not coping with that very well at all. Angry old man's uh, actually stuck interstate once again. He's so uh, angry he's actually been hospitalised. He's in a psych ward. Because he died. (laughs) No. (laughs) Jesus. He he died as he lived. Grumpy. We'll be telling you what to watch and uh, have some pork at the end. It's going to be a quick, good one Mm. once again. And not kosher, clearly. But as always, <laughs> let's kick things off with the box cutters news. And now for the news. First up in the news, Laid, which was uh, created and written by a friend of Boxcutters, Marie Hardy, has been picked up by ITV in the UK for a pilot over there, an adaptation of uh, the Australian one, to uh, hopefully get picked up for season. I love Laid. I'd be really interested to see what they do with it. It's going to have a local cast and all that sort of stuff. Awesome. Um, but uh, that'll be very interesting. Yeah, have, have you guys kept up with Laid as it's gone kind of sporadically to air over the years? What, two seasons, do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> I've only watched two. I think I there might be three. a third. Nah, yeah. just two, buddy. Just really? Three? Yeah. yeah. Are you sure? Um, pretty pretty sure. sure. I'm willing to bet my box cutter on it. Mm-hmm. I must admit, I've only seen it a f- episodes here and there. I haven't, didn't watch it sort of start to finish. I really liked it. Yeah, it'll be nice to see what they do with that. And uh, there's been some death around the industry over this week. Sid Caesar died age 91 mm. over the week. He's a long-term writer, producer of uh, American comedy over there. And John Henson, the son of Jim Henson, died kind of suddenly at the age of 48. Sad. Died of a heart attack. Mm. It's really Although sad. he didn't have any uh, history of heart trouble. Because he was, he'd, taken on, he'd taken on the family biz, hadn't he? Mm, mm. That's really unfortunate. Although the family business is, isn't it owned by Disney now? Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's awful. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> I hate Disney. I, I like it how you found that news <laughs> a lot sadder than <laughs> Jim Henson's done sun dying. Marion gets a lot more emotional at an, at an anarchist protest than at a funeral. Probably. I really do. I hadn't actually realised that Jim Henson was, was quite as young when he died. He was only 53 when he oh, died wow. in 1990. Oh, okay. So yeah, that was 24 years ago now. Mm. Jeez, doesn't feel like that long. No. Maybe it's all that puppeting. Puppeting's hard work. But, yeah. too, much, too much hands above their heads. I don't know. Hands I'm, in the air. I'm detecting a link. Like I've, like two people. So I, I'm pretty sure like my survey is 100% like, yeah. at the moment. Yeah. Some other people who worked for the company have probably died also. Yeah, well... We're through the looking glass now, people. Mm, mm. Follow it up. Nicola. I'll follow it up. Uh, now, Laid. <laughs> two series of Laid. Right. Thank you. Two only. Good work. Uh, so all the papers today have um, TV personality Charlotte Dawson on the front of them. She died. She was found dead in her hotel. Uh, sorry, in her apartment yesterday. Yep. Host of Next. Ex-host of Next Top Model. She hadn't been renewed. They had shaken up. They'd done a shake-up of the... Uh, cast and she wasn't going to be back and um 
Didn't she, gets, she not want to be a part of it? <clears throat> it? I don't know, but it's really, really sad because she has she's been quite open about her battle with depression and stuff on shows and in her book and whatever. And she's quite prolific on she has been quite prolific on Twitter and all of that kind of thing. And all the um, statements and stuff in the articles about her death are all her friends saying, "Oh, you know, she." She was really battling with depression. This isn't a complete surprise. You know, we were thinking mm. that something like this would happen, blah, blah, blah. Mm. And it just makes you think, where was her support community? Like, where was her Where was her support? And um, she died alone. And I just think it's really, really sad. So I hope that um, people look after the people that they care about and love and, uh, yeah, be mindful of mental illness and help people out. Be kind to one another, is what I'm saying. I am fascinated with how it's somehow, it's it's like Twitter's fault. Like, mm, well, she and, was, and, but the bullying thing. Okay, yeah, and, and that happened last year. And I've read a lot, because I, I found her, you know, a little bit fascinating and, and all respect to the dead, but she was, and obviously she was going through these issues, but she came across as a like a raging hypocrite with mm. the way she acted. And, yeah, yeah. you know, she was, you know, had had a history of threatening people on, on social media herself. Mm. Oh, really? And then, um, you know, became this advocate of, of stop the troll and all that sort of stuff. Oh, okay. And so today and yesterday, like a lot of people are coming out with this, let's let's end trolling now, mm. zero tolerance or something. But there's no evidence in anything I've oh, read, yeah. and I've read quite a bit, uh, almost at probably every news article about her death, that social media played any part mm. in this. No, I, I well, think they that's said... A- one of the articles said that when, last time she... she attempted suicide was after she was bullied on twitter Mm -hmm. and and linked it to that but uh, yeah with someone who has mental illness and who you know like there can be triggers and things like that but saying that it was solely the social media that caused it Mm. is idiotic that is yeah and and again it doesn't help it doesn't help i I don't i you know just to get the facts across people aren't saying that's solely the problem but like that's the the outcome of this. The rallying cry is we've got to stop trolling. Not we need to look after people's Who mental was, health. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Like social media yeah. doesn't kill people. People mm. kill themselves due to depression without the use yeah. of, of social media. Mm. And then on, so it's just it's just really strange that if it's like nine months later, this is it's now the rallying cry for all these people to do I, I just find it it's like you're waving your arms about in the in the wrong direction you're fighting the wrong fight there and the other thing is that whilst twitter uh whilst she did have a lot of problems with people being rude to her and stuff on twitter and being complete assholes twitter also seemed to be uh you know something that she really enjoyed she was on twitter a lot and she loved okay. it and she was tweeting heaps and yeah so right. there's that flip side as well where social media can be something excellent for people as well and can be a friend, I think. Yeah. And I think, like, there's another thing with, like, you know, with the troll thing and stuff. And, like, celebrities don't have their phone numbers listed in phone books for a reason. Mm. Because people will mm. ring those numbers and harass them. Yeah. And that's like like a Twitter address or something. Like, you're, you're, you're essentially providing that access to anyone. Mm. And... Maybe if you're the wrong type of personality in the media, you having direct access to that Twitter account isn't for you. Mm. Yeah. Like if yeah, if, if you're a, a provocative person in the media, then maybe you should have someone else that tweets out, hey, I'm going to be on this show today. Mm. And I know a lot of people do, like especially like in America, a lot of people do that. They have no idea what, like yeah. they don't look at their tweets or anything like that. They just have someone post stuff up. And like, I, like people like that, Oh, people now with the internet are so horrible. No, they've always been fucking horrible. Pardon my language, but they just haven't had the access to do it. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like, if if some celebrity's phone number got out, they'd be getting prank called forever. Mm. It'd be cra- that's why they've got private numbers. And I, I read someone saying on um, 
Because I posted a thing on Facebook, just like mm. social media doesn't kill people, depression does. Yeah. That, that's the true thing. And then someone yeah. said she should have the ability to be able to interact on social media with her friends. And it's like, yeah, she does. Make up a name, mm. Shador or something. Like yeah. a, a lot of my friends, which are, you know, they're very high profile comedians, they'll have their their normal Facebook address that you can go and add yourself to and be a fan. But then yeah. they'll have some, like, crazily named name. yeah. thing that they can muck about with their friends. And yeah. it just seems like, you know, it's tragic what's happened, but she really, like, sort of promoted herself as a target as as well and, and sort of... Yep. I don't know, and, and it's really sensitive. And, and if anyone's upset, I am. Um, I apologise, but it's a podcast, and I think like people like podcasts because you'll hear people talk Candidly. about things a lot more open than they will in mm. the media. Like they won't even say in the media that she committed suicide. Yeah, it's well, like, because they, they, it hasn't yeah. been confirmed. They say apparent suicide or something. They won't even say the su- it's a suicide. It's a um, the media doesn't they talk about it being a suicide. Un- oh, yeah, okay. unconfirmed. Like that. That no, they won't even say unconfirmed. They'll just say there's no suspicious, no suspicious circumstances. circumstances. Right. And then they'll the, have then they'll have the the phone number for Lifeline or whatever. Yes. But that's yeah. but they, the, they, the they're actually not actually allowed. They're not allowed to say that she. No, they are. There's, was, there's different views oh, okay. on, on how suicide should, should be. It, there's a style presented guide. In, there's a in news the media. style guide, <laughs> which has which has changed <laughs> yeah. a little bit in the last mm. two to five years. Um, the, the the article that I read had uh, a reference to a handful of pills, a photo of a handful of pills, oh. and you win X. As her last tweet. Oh, no, 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 no. Be very clear about this. That wasn't it? That was her tweet eight months ago. Mm. And this is the thing. Like, everyone's, like, flash forward eight months. Oh, right. She she did post a photo of a handful of pills, and she did say, you win, eight months ago. Oh. Do you know what I mean? And that's the problem that, oh, that's that, that has is like you can't – like you're, you're putting – There's not transparency about it. You're juxtaposing well, something that happened last yeah. year mm. and then making this big rallying cry, making up these JPEGs and, and, and all these like celebrities are coming out with this this, this campaign. But it's, it's not the problem. The problem was is that she had extreme depression mm-hmm. and that was one of the triggers. Do you know what I mean? Like mm. getting a red light might be a trigger on the – like on the road, you might have a, a falling down moment and lose the plot. Yeah. Like, but yep. that's not the. It's, we don't ban red lights. But a part of um a part of depression and mental illness is that, uh, you know, sometimes the symptom is that the person desperately wants attention. So Twitter and and social media is a double edged sword there because hmm. she she needs it. She wants it. She wants people yeah, to love wants, her yeah, or whoever. Whoever. Not. I shouldn't say she because I don't know anything about her state of mind or whatever. Mm. So you know, people want attention desperately, and then you know, some of that attention is going to be negative. So and they're not going to ignore it because they want the medium. They want to use the medium, yeah. And um, obviously, it's affected it's affected some people badly. It's all it's just all awful, basically. Yeah. Um, but you can't, you know, you can't blame social media. You can't blame anything really. It's not her fault or her social media's fault or her friend's fault for not, you know, getting her the help she needed or whatever. Or yeah, it's just a really unfortunate. Yeah, and it, who knows? Like, it might come out by the time this this show's released that. She did get harassed on social media, but mm. it's nothing at the moment. And I, and I would find that very surprising that mm. some journalist hasn't gone back. Like, I actually went back, but there was, you know, there's so many grieving tweets now to her oh, okay. that it's, it is it is like a C. But I would imagine if there were tweets, then we would have heard about them by now. She was totally, like, eight months ago when that was all happening, she was absolutely getting harassed. She oh, was yeah. getting phone calls yeah. and, and all that kind of thing. Yeah, I know, but yeah. it's like, my thing is, like, what happened eight months ago? Mm. Like, it's unconfirmed reports how she died, but it's confirmed what made what? her die, yeah. apparently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's not. It's, it's what happened. I'm not de- I'm not denying what happened eight, mm. eight months ago, whenever it was. Yeah. But that is now implied in the media mm. That that's what happened it's, this time. Yeah, absolutely. Directly so, related. So and there is zero evidence. Heavy to that. heavy metal heavy metal music makes people aggressive, and video games make people, you know, uh, mass shooters and all that kind of stuff. Like yeah. it's not it's not media that affects. 
personality, it's personality that attracts media kind of thing, you know. Yeah, it's uh, just very sensationalist yeah. ways to just for people mm. just for media that doesn't care to grab it and go, this and, is what's And blame happening. something. Yeah, and, and blame oh, who this. will think of the children? But, and I don't think it's it's even media that doesn't care because, you know, I'm sure a lot of these celebrities are posting this thing do care. Mm. But it's the easy answer. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like, it's just like, well, that's the simplest thing, but it's it's not. It, it, it is it, that you're just sort of you're, you're fighting the wrong fight there. Do you know what I mean? And like you, you have to focus like and on mental health. That's a lot harder answer to tackle or mm. a question to tackle than hey, let's prosecute people that write bad stuff on Twitter. Yeah, definitely. And also, yep. if we do do that, where does that end? If someone doesn't like a stand-up show that I did and they tweet me, hey, you sucked. Like. Where does that end? Do you know what I mean? If, if if I tweet something about negative about Tony Abbott, am am I a troll then? And and, and if, can I if, and can I get prosecuted for that? What if someone tells you mm. you're shit and then you crash your car because you were so anxious oh. about it, and then are they liable to pay for your car? That's what we're talking about. If we get that da- that far down the road, let's just yeah, let's take it down the slippery slope. Oh, no. Let's let's <laughs> yeah no, I'm, I'm you I'm, know I was being I was being a dick. And they're saying, you know, zero trollerance, whatever. Trollerance. They really should have it used something else. <laughs> but, I, like, a death threat is one thing, but just saying someone on Twitter that you didn't like their show or something, like, I don't think it should be zero. Like, do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, I think zero is sort of, it's going to make the internet uh, a blander yeah. place. Yeah. And it comes down to a, a definition of, of terms there. Like yeah. What, what specifically is trolling and what's just criticism? Mm. Yeah. But do you know what I mean? In the wrong hands, uh, mm. who gets to decide that um, mm. under a, a very uptight liberal government, uh, it's a concern. It's a, it's a censorship concern. And that is the Boxcutters News. Hello, this is Frank Thring, gossip from heaven on the box cutters. I bumped into Ray Charles the other day. Well, he bumped into me because his dog's not dead yet. Oh, my God! Oh! Oh, my God! Oh, my God! Gilly God! That's not helping! They don't know who they're messing with. They don't have a clue who they're messing with. They want to mess with us. What are you talking about? They're not messing with us. They're not even messing with me. I'm the wrong man. They're trying to mess with the guy from the car crash. Well, he's out of the game. This isn't a game. So why have I got my game face on? Because that's what you're looking at, my game face. We need a plan of action because we sure as shit can't call the police. Oh, they said they were going to kill her if you called the police. Before that. But what did you say? Nothing. I just left a message to call me back. Good. From now on, we just ignore them. This is ridiculous. You're looking at this the wrong way. This is our moment. We've been chosen. I'm a town planning and noise guidance advisor for Berkshire County Council. You're a 31-year-old male distribution assistant who lives with his mum. Exactly. Stuff like this never happens. I don't want it to happen. I haven't slept all night. I've got a load of work to do. Lizzie will kill me if oh, I don't... for God's sake. It's actually nothing to do with me. If this phone had rung three seconds later, I wouldn't even have heard it. You know what? I should just... What you... No! 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 Stop! 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 No! Lock it up! 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 And you know what? You're right. If that phone had rung three seconds later, but it didn't. It rung three seconds earlier, and there's a reason for that. Someone out there needs us, a woman, a beautiful woman. Now we have to save her, or there'll be blood on your hands. What do you think Lizzie will make of that? There you are. What are you doing? Nothing. I'm just hanging out. Trying to stay warm. Right. There's a Sergeant Ince on the phone for you. Returning your call. Tell him I'm busy. The Wrong Man's is a six-part action comedy of errors and mistaken identity from the BBC in the UK, created and written by James Corden and Matthew Bainton, both of whom were in Gavin and Stacey. 
It's a world populated with incompetent gangsters and criminals with our unwilling heroes having a misguided sense of helpfulness and desire for American TV-style adventure that gets them into no end of trouble. And this is, this is a show that it's almost like six episodes of the final show going up to a cliffhanger in, uh, in, in a major series television event type thing. Mm. There's, just, there's just so much that goes wrong for these guys that is funny. There's, there's, there's kind of some, some obvious gags that are put in there as you go through, but I think that it really keeps on one-upping the story as, as far as, as what it's gone to in the last episode and, and just keeps on, keeps on changing direction. That It's actually quite, quite an engaging and, and kind of edge-of-the-seat type of show it was so much fun i loved it i watched the whole thing and just loved it can can i just give a warning and on behalf of all our fabulous box cutters listeners i've only seen the first episode so uh let's keep our critique and uh story uh, breaks to the to the first three episodes we'll keep it with the uh the rule of three. Rule of three. Right. I went for the uh, the rule of trying to work on a comedy festival show one, but uh, yeah, I'm just worried because I actually I thought the first episode was pretty sweet, and it is I, brilliant. I'm keen to uh, watch another five. Spoiler alert! <laughs> Keep watching. They're genius, and um, uh, yeah, because is it Matthew Baton was uh, in no James Corden? Sorry, I loved him in Doctor Who. He was yes, like Doctor uh, Who sidekick, sidekick in a couple of episodes. Up. And also, awesome. um, Benedict Wong was from an IT Crowd episode where Moss was on. What's that number game that they have in the UK? That oh. number one. No, 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 that's from <laughs> Mitchell and Webb. No, you know that. Um, oh, oh God, like, God. like maths. Show. I want to say countdown, but it's not countdown. It's anyway, like that, isn't it? Uh, and he—that is one of the funniest IT crowd episodes, and it's because of him. And he totally brings the gold in uh, in this show as well. May so, I ask a question? Are any of the the two writers? In yeah, the show, it? yeah, that they're they're the two the okay. two main characters. Okay, wrote it. so the the S- Sam and Phil wrote it. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right, I, yeah, that it's sort of I don't know. Am I just a romantic that that makes it even a cooler show? Yeah, big time. Yeah. Those, those two are doing, and it. they just like did it. They had this idea it. and went, let's do that, and just made it and had fun and just put tried to cram as much shit into it as possible and. They pulled it off, I think. I think it's brilliant. Mm. I actually, this was a treat, and I, I, I thank you for this, Brett, is I got texted what show we had to watch, and I managed to watch it the first episode without having any idea what the yeah, show was too. about. Like, I didn't even know if it was a comedy or oh, right. if it was anything. Cool. Um, it reminded me of um, when people, when they test screen Back to the Future, <laughs> it didn't have the title screen and no one knew what it was about. And then oh. just that it wasn't till Marty McFly met his mum that the audience went there was like a an like a noise across the crowd in the <laughs> test screenings where people realized what was going was on. Yeah, that's so cool. it was fascinating to watch this show and it it starts there's a lot of flips in it. So the first five minutes it was I thought it was quite um He's had a hard night and he's getting to work. It's noir, yeah. though, I reckon. Like, it's so... That intro, that first five minutes... With I the think flashbacks to the last absolutely night. genius where he's walking to work mm. and he's listening to Bell and Sebastian. It's like, could you more succinctly create a character in a moment than have him listening to Bell and Sebastian <laughs> on his walk to work? Yeah. Like, it just totally created him yeah. in my mind in those five minutes i already had him pegged and mm. he's just it, it, it was a really good it's a really good um start to a yeah to the, a show. the first five minutes i thought it was going to be more of just like some slacker sort of party mm. which i was i was i was up for it like <laughs> and then it just it sort of it had a couple of like total gear shifts which were very exciting through mm. the the first episode mm. um yeah, I thought, it was, I thought it was really cool. And the guy sort of looks a bit like Ed Cavalli, so I felt at home. <laughs> wow. I didn't think that at all. That's funny. Is he one of your crushes? The, the, the guy from Wrong Man's or Ed Cavalli? Ed Cavalli. <laughs> all the time. No, no not Ed. No. Oh, he's one of my crushes. He's adorable. He's adorable. When do I get a crush segment? I'd like one of those. Wow. You need a theme song. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> then you're fine. <laughs> um. 
Yeah, I thought I really liked it, and I like, like what Steel said. It's a bit romantic that it is those two that, that wrote it and created it and everything, and they've worked together before. So that was pretty. That was really sweet. And I just wanted to mention as well that it was co-produced with Hulu in uh, BBC Two in Hulu in America. Mm-hmm. So it was on their got some American money in there for for just online. Distribution yeah, that's like the, that dirty like website cash. Is it like Netflix? Hulu? No, Hulu. Hulu is a, com- uh, a competitor with Hulu. We, com- Hulu is a competitor with Netflix. Netflix. Yeah, is I think it's um, a bit more of a, a YouTube quite quite type okay. setup, but with network shows. Hulu yeah. has been a rebroadcaster. Yeah, of, of yeah. Shows. yeah. So that helped. I think that that, that helped them get um, more. People watching. Now, have you guys seen Gavin and Stacey? Yeah, I have not. I <gasps> highly oh, recommend it. So I, I saw the prequel, Ned and Stacey. <laughs> oh, yeah, I did. I did. See, I did watch Ned and Stacey, but I no, I, I, I actually saw a bit of Gavin and Stacey, Gavin and went, Stacey's good. Nah. Oh really? No. See, I really like James but Compton's now, character well, in, yeah, in see, Gavin and Stacey. Now I feel like maybe I need to revisit, but I don't have time and can't be bothered. But oh, do you like know who it. was awesome in? Uh, I think it was a really interesting casting. Was Doug Ray Scott as Agent Walker? This is the uh, the the MI5 type yeah. agent who who features later yes. on. Yes. I think in the F- third two, episode. F2 or three. Yeah. Three. They're in three. Yeah. I watched he's, three. He's around in three. I rewatched three today. Yeah. I, I found it really interesting that the first episode, there's a lot of featuring of, of the snow in in the show mm. that then oh, just sorry, disappears for the rest of the season. <laughs> I, I assume that that was purely di- purely because they, they shot the pilots and they got the pilot up and, yeah. and then went back and shot the other five episodes mm. and, at yeah. a different time of year. But like the snow really featured and, and was almost part of the story in, in that first episode. Yes. Yeah. That yeah, then that just disappeared. It a bit dark and, and stuff. That, I, yeah, I thought that first episode had that kind of – and I thought that that um, – well, I didn't think this. I was talking to someone about the title. And they were saying that the wrong man's... Because, God, that bothers me. Mm. It's bothering you, right? And, Until um, I've read why. The, the, it's a reference to... It's a, the wrong man. What's it a reference to? Tell me. To uh, an Orson Welles film, isn't it? Well, it's a reference to lots of like films that are like noir films and stuff. But then it's got that little kooky... I assume it's just because there's it's two of the them. It's got the kooky... Well, well yeah, they, because, because he's saw. the main character, right? It's all about him. And then... So it's the wrong man. You've got the wrong man, but... Then he's got this guy who's like tagging along, and it's like, oh, hang on, it's it's there's two of them, it's the wrong man's kind of thing. But there's also another wrong man in the show. Yeah, right. That's in the first episode. In the first episode, there's a there's a there's another wrong man. Mm. So I'm not sure if that's a. Uh, there's a whole lot of wrong men, really. <laughs> there are, there are so many. <laughs> <Sounds> like, <laughs> there are so many hook turn steel that that happen yes. beyond that first well, episode. Mm. The wrong man's is a great new show. On British TV, and also the name of Marion's autobiography. <laughs> <laughs> they said um, he also said that um, if it was the wrong man, it, it, they, people might just think it was a straight crime mm. show. But you by making put a it, twist on it. Making it, but putting something on there that everyone sort of goes, "What?" Yeah. You think, oh, okay, so that made that they were trying to just bring it back to it. Maybe it's a comedy, mm. which is what they sort of said they wanted to do um, sitcoms, but with more intricate scripting. Like 24 and Lost, mm. that was something that's why they wrote this. They were like, we want to do a sitcom with, you know, and a cross with sort of a drama and, and stuff. So, yeah, that's why every episode is like a little bit of a mini blockbuster. And there are moments of like besides laugh out loud hilarity. I was clapping. I was clapping at one point in my living room. I was clapping at the it's, telly. It is great. And, um, uh, but there's also moments of, oh, like there's emotional moments yeah. where they really do kind of, like they get, they get the relationships really. That's, yeah, that's they, true. They get it. They do it. They do it really well. I think between, I think be, right. between him and the, and the ex and, and between the two guys. Yeah, between the two and guys, one, is one's nice. like need need for and, and Dawn French is excellent as well <laughs> the as mother as uh, as Phil's mum. I think they they write they 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 lay down the the mundanity of every day mm. in in kind of just working in a council job. Mm. Yeah, that then all of this all of this outrageous action is is overlaid onto. But considering yeah. it's six half hour episodes and they've managed to capture these things really really well, and when you compare that to other series that just take fucking forever yeah. to yeah. to even try to build up even a you know a remote 
amount of either sexual tension or, or you know, relationship, setting up a relationship. They've, they've just nailed it, I think. Mm. They've done it really well. Um, again, I've only seen the first episode, but I, uh, one, one negative thing I can bring to the table, I, I didn't really enjoy, there was a bit of, um, when they were in the hospital, a bit of hijinks, a bit of mm-hmm. mistaken identity, and that, that sort of snapped it for me. That was, yeah. Which was a little bit of, of that, him, him getting the needle into his spine that, that paralyzed his legs was a bit of those kind of gags that, that they put they into it. Obvious gags. They needed it. Yeah, I don't know. It. Yeah. it was just like he's in such a – have we even sort of gone through the situation that he's in in the first episode? Is that, is that, have, we, have we delved into that? Or? Not, not in depth. Well, so very – this guy comes across a phone which is leading him on an adventure and it's a very grounded in reality yet far-fetched circumstance but then i think when you add in the getting the bodies mixed up in the hospital thing as they go to surgery you add that into that circumstance and then it sort of it snapped me out of the like the reality of the show because it was sort of just like well this is too really crazy things going on in the one day. The mix-up right. could happen. The resolution in, that, in the operating theatre, I think, was a bit... I'm with you, though. The, the mix-up annoyed me, too. It irked me as well. Because pre- I was like, why are they taking this so far? Why are they wasting time with oh, this? Okay. They're taking yeah. it. It's taking too long? Yeah. Because you knew it was going to happen. Or, well, maybe you didn't know it was going to go that far, but you knew something yeah. was going to happen and there was going to be a mix-up, whatever. But I was kind of like, yeah, yeah, get on with it. I want the story to keep going kind of mm. thing. But you needed it. They needed it for the rest of the yeah. story. And I'm pretty sure people in hospitals, patients have little wristbands with their little names Hey, on now, it. don't bring <laughs> facts into the story. Facts are going to ruin the narrative. Or a chart at the end of the bed. <laughs> yeah, but it was just... It, was, it, it just... Didn't need to be in the show. Mm. That, yeah, that, no, that, no, that, that was good nitpicking. I was, yeah, I didn't, yeah. yeah I but it was a nice that, cameo that from me. the surgeon there who I can't think who he is. But you see the president in 24 at some point? I don't know, but if you can't think of who it is, it's not a cameo. <laughs> he was an actor. <laughs> no, no, also, he's, he's the, a well-known the, black the UK ex, actor. I didn't like the ex-girlfriend either. No, she was the only character I, I mean, I don't, like. I don't think that you're supposed to really like her. She's just there. I really like the bit where um, they're in the office and they're trying, in, you know, they're try- in a panic. And the, the what's his name? Sam says, "This is Bracknell County Council, not Abu Ghraib." Yes. <laughs> Why are you pulling his pants down? <laughs> that was good. I thought that was really so funny because I, I got really swept up in it and like, what's going to happen? Oh my god! And then I sort of, yeah, I had to switch between the fact that it was sort of meant to be a comedy and Which serious. Which brought back to the mundanity of, of yeah, every day. Yeah, yeah. so that, I mm. thought that was pretty good. Yeah, they do mention the council a lot and they do play that up um, that they're working yeah. for the council. Berkshire County Council. It's brilliant, yeah. I, 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 I wrote it down. It's yeah. Bracknell County Council. Berkshire County, but Bracknell's the, the town. Yeah. So we all loved it. Did we all love it? Yeah, yeah. definitely. You it's should, great. You should watch it the rest of the <laughs> That's it. two weeks fun. in a row that I've loved the show. That I've loved our show that we've reviewed. Are you feeling okay? To be, uh, you know what? I've hated a lot of things just generally in the world to counteract my love of these shows. Maybe we can keep trying to find shows that we think Marion will like. <laughs> that would be ace. Clearly, I like British shows. Well, that's true. Comedy shows. Oh, really? I don't like British shows really. Like, I, I would have a. A, a little bit of a hesitance of it. I don't really. I like yeah. the office, and no. this is this show is almost for me an antidote to the, that British style comedy that is just a comedy of errors based around just trying to be polite with everybody and mm. not not wanting to admit to doing anything wrong. Although Sam's such as worst does. work ever mm. is just ridiculous. How how. But Sam's character does have that, like you know. There's a bit uh, of that, but it's believable. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, I think I think, I think the UK well, they're comedy British. takes I mean, that's it how, yeah. way too far so <laughs> yeah. often. It just pisses me they off. They play it up. They play it so up. badly. Mm-hmm. I, I will throw in just a bonus review. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, another a joint American English production: uh, the increasingly poor decisions of Todd Margaret, mm-hmm. which what starred is that? That, that, was, that, that was made in England, uh, starring David Cross, who's. Uh-huh. Oh. Uh, uh, a, a once great stand-up comedian who's Tobias on Arrested Development. Yeah, I love him. Oh, okay. And, yeah. and sorry, <laughs> not not a great stand-up anymore. Well, he sort of doesn't do it anymore. And 
he's one of my favorite stand-up comedians, so I'm a bit bitter about that. Yeah. <laughs> have you have you seen his doco? Oh yeah, but, yeah. I've seen it. Which follows times. him going around on the road. It doesn't show too much of his stage stuff, but it's more the the kind of backstage. So watch. So what's what happened this with show his about? show? Yeah. Uh, so uh, Todd Margaret, he's through a series of errors, he gets sent to England to launch this energy drink brand, and it's. <laughs> and, and the energy drink sort of caught up in some terrorist plot and he he's like the world's most constant yet really bad liar and so he just oh, he just no. keeps lying and it builds up like it just shows how a liar can snowball into like an international incident like yeah. from just one lie in a cafe that's cool and um it's two seasons and i i should say my uh, fiance Jacqueline didn't stick with it. She okay. sort of, she was sort of like, "Oh, I'd rather just watch David Cross do stand up or whatever." Mm-hmm. Okay, but uh, yeah, so ch- so check that one out. That's sort of got to be under the radar. I'm going to check it out. What was it called again, Steel? The increasingly poor decisions of Todd Margaret. I also want to check out um, Yonderland now oh, because yeah, uh, Matthew Baton, who is Sam in the young the lot. The wrong man's. man's. <laughs> the young man's. The young man's. Um, he also wrote Yonderland, which is a British fantasy comedy. So, mm. I don't know. I mean, I'll check that out. Has it got dragons and shit? Uh, it's got elves. I don't know. Because he's in a Horrible History. I hope it's got well. unicorns. It's got some oh, of the Horrible yeah, History. Yeah, I know. And my nephew is obsessed with Horrible History. I was so. watching some of that over the break. Yeah, it's pretty, <laughs> it's, it's quite hilarious. Yeah. So that's The Wrong Man's. Uh, it went to air in September in the UK. It's uh, apparently slated for some time in 2014. Just yeah, get it any locally. which way you can and watch it all in one sitting and laugh yeah. your ass off. It's only, it's only three hours. Mm. It's easy. I, I rewatched it last night. Yeah. Simple as. Yeah, so I've got two crushes. As I've got a good feeling usual. it could be my week. <laughs> oh, I see. Have you starred in television this uh, week? Hashtag drunk guy oh, at RSL. This week. Uh, oh, you can, I'm sure you could rewatch it. If you it's so sure it's on <laughs> Wait, the Which internet. episode was it? Well, the best one. With Lawrence Mooney. <laughs> well, he was, right. was he a, D, a radio DJ? He was the pig. <laughs> on, on It's a Date. Yeah. We should put that in. Uh, he goes out on a date. Yes. Oh. I'm sorry for hijacking your, uh, your No, that's there. okay. Uh, so I've got two crushes. They're both male. So our uh, oh. our, twi- our Tweety Freaking friend. typical Marion. Our Tweety friend. Boring. If a guy was doing this that about women, totally this would be just not on. But this isn't a sexy crush thing. This is like I have a crush on their minds. So I think, you, I, think you'll, I think you know I think you know who I'm talking about. It's James Corden and Matthew Brayton, the oh. writers of oh, wow. The Wrong Mans. And, uh, They're cavalry lookalike. I love both their. I don't think he looks anything like it, Kelly. <laughs> but I, I, it, I don't, don't really care what he looks like. But um, I love both of them and their work and their writing. And I especially, I always try to remember who the hell James Corden is from his Doctor Who because those were like a couple of my favourite Doctor Who from the new I'm Doctor sure Who episodes. Doctor he's the he's he's um the lodger the lodger yeah when uh, Matt Smith's doctor goes and says like he moves into this apartment because there's like some activity like supernatural activity activity happening upstairs or whatever he ends up moving in with this guy who is Matthew uh, sorry James Corden's character and he's in love with the girl who lives there but he can't tell her and blah 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 anyway it's it's very comedic and very He's really great. Those episodes are excellent. And then he come he comes back in another episode that's set in a shopping centre like Maya in a department store, mm-hmm. um, like where there's Cybermen in the in the uh, change rooms. And <laughs> yeah, it, it's anyway. So they're my crushes: James Corden, Matthew Baton, and as I was saying, I'm nice going to go and have a check out Yonderland because um, Matthew Baton was a part of that as well. Are you one of those that follows follows the Get me a jury and show me how you can say in July. Go down on you. I've been a little bit distracted, a little bit perturbed, a little bit upset, a little bit kind of freaked out by Tell us about it, by, uh, by this series of uh, open universities. It scares the uh, shit what is out of me. Okay, just relax and tell me a bit about yourself. Yeah, I, I finished year 12 and then took the first job I saw. Ooh. 
thought I'd do this for a couple of months. Ten years later, still here. It was a little bit like Groundhog Day. Really? A little bit. <laughs> then one day, I just woke up. And I thought, Steve, what are you doing? I've got my whole life ahead of me. <laughs> Any plans? I'm going to be a teacher. Steve, an engineer. Engineering things. I want to get ahead of the pack. I, I want to be one of those people who does what they actually want to do. This side of it. Like that. There's still time to grow into the person you want to be. <laughs> because with Open Universities Australia, your best days are ahead of you. So we're Why? looking at these adult-type heads. Why are they on, hobbits? They're know, hobbits. Kind of, they're, they're kind of bodies of, of grade ones, preps, in there, and it it's just true. creeps But their faces are warped out. as well. They, they look like the baseball character that had too much steroids <gasps> on The Simpsons. Yes! Daryl Strawberry or whoever really it was. Yes. Oh, yeah. So, they're, are they meant to be? I'm just not really sure what they're meant so to they're, be. Small bodies, big heads, you can grow into uh, it. But they just look it's weird. like lumpers or something. They no. look so frightening. For everyone at home, they look like the mannequins in like the front window of Supray with the giant the eyeballs giant and heads. heads. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit of that. And the loose attitudes to clothing. <laughs> A little um, bit of commentary or, on Supre's uh, fashion. It also, <laughs> show the hockey one? it also takes me back to the ads campaign. You guys are probably too too young to remember. I think it was the late 80s, TDK. Oh, yeah, with the Had big eyes, with the, the square eyes. eyes. Yeah. Yeah. You, you mean TDK, the brand TDK. that does amazing TDK. things to your system. Yes, yeah. yes with their audio no, cassettes. I, I don't remember audio that at all. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's, a, it's a little bit kind of going back to that, but that was, that was kind of like early, very early Photoshop. I was into stuff. it. This is, this is no, all video. I was into it. This I quite like that. Yeah, can we please show the hockey one? Then I, I don't, I don't understand really what. Oh, there's further evidence for the for the. Uh, what exactly this woman's talking about? Well, I was born and bred in Echuca. I had a pretty big hockey accident. She had a hockey day accident. <laughs> what <laughs> is it? Chicken known? How is that relevant? <laughs> me from Maybe the accident was she grew up in a town that didn't have any ice. Psychology. What sort of hockey yeah, accident can you have? That stops you going to university. It's for open That's university. It's correspondence. No. So yeah. she's saying she had, she lived in Echuca. She was in Shitsville. Uh, I had look, a pretty big hockey I don't accident. Know if shit. I'm just which saying stopped she was going out. to, to university. Yeah. What sort of hockey accident? That's what I, yeah. How bad was the hockey? Up? I mean, look, I think a car that accident would have been a bit more believable. I like the look of them. They look. They look. I want to hug them. Oh, I don't. They're all squishy. They're kind of They've got like really, inflated heads. They sort of make me feel sick. You know what? I like big. I like big eye stuff though. I like like Mark Ryden artwork and stuff. So maybe this is. Uh, but they don't make sense to me because it's sort of they're talking. They're quite. That's the. They're quite normal. Like they're like, and I. This is what I did, and now I do uni. I'm like, but you're weird looking. I can't. Hey. Be- I don't believe what you're saying. Look, you don't have to marry them. Good. For the uh, listeners at home, fun competition. Uh, writing with some fan fiction about what the hockey accident was. Yes. And oh, uh, if we get some good answers, we'll read them out on the show. You know, if you want to throw in a few sexy ones that we can oh, read no, out no, on no, an no, adults no, only no, page. No, don't. No. don't. <laughs> Don't don't write about <laughs> No no I'll I'll read them out. Yeah. I'll read them oh, out. Oh and you know he's sex, gonna do it in some weird voice. Yeah. He's gonna do it in some weird Brett Dribble uh, voice. You know how he, he does oh, the gig guard and it's like uh uh, uh. Oh oh that stop it. That's how it happens. Do it, Brett. Do it, Brett. Open university. I don't buy it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Huzzah. I'm a big fan of uh, a podcast called Harmontown, which is uh, by Dan Harmon, who is the creator of uh, Community, which is uh, one of of Boxcutter's longstanding favourite shows. Uh, Maybe not season four, but season five, Dan Harmon's back on. Oh, I don't like uh, it ever. Running the show. Uh, This was was the show where where Dan was on a plane at the time that Sony sacked him and announced it publicly. uh, Oh, wow. That that he wouldn't be coming back. And then he found out on social media when he landed. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So Harmontown's uh, it's it's a really interesting. There's there's kind of a lot of improvisation in there, and uh, they play D and D, and there's some interviews as well. But Adam Goldberg is one of the regular audience participants. He gets up on stage. He, he just can't help himself uh, yelling stuff out. And uh, he he is behind this show called The Goldbergs, which ah. should be what I'm. What, what is it about? Further catching up on uh, from the US. It's about uh, a family called. 
the gold bags. Doing is, what? Is it the um, behind the scenes of like, like when a professional wrestler from the late 90s goes home at night to spend time with his family? I don't remember a wrestler called Goldberg. You don't remember Goldberg? No. What, oh. was, he, what was his thing? Being Goldberg. No, this but must like have been WCW Steve Austin 360. He was like, rock, he, was like the oppo- he was like the other side's Steve Austin on, on WCW. Did he have a catchphrase? You're next. Oh, wow. And uh, yeah, he was he was massive he like was back then. massive He still. was literally massive because he was a wrestler. <laughs> when, when I was still into it, uh, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat and Jack the Snake Roberts were still uh, wrestling. So the Goldbergs. And, and uh, Andre the Giant wasn't long gone. Wow. So you basically haven't watched wrestling for a long time. Um, the Goldbergs, a show which has nothing to do with wrestling, you still haven't talked. So what? It's about a family. Who cares it's, about it's a about family? family. It's about his family. It seems to be about... Are there hijinks? Uh, actual like actual stories taken from, from his family. Yes, yeah, right. it's comedy. Mm-hmm. It's comedy. So uh, like we, we may, maybe we should look at it in a couple of weeks. All right, maybe we should. Yeah. My watch watch is Spicks and Specs. Because Josh is hilarious, Alice um, great, Adam's great. It's Correct. it's really good. And the first yeah. the first episode, it was like you know first night nerves and all that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. They've chucked those out the window and they're just in it, and they're it's great world. and it's fun and I like it. And I didn't like the original Speaks and Specs because I can't really stand Adam whatever his name is Hills. Yep, there you go. So um, I'm all over it. I'm all over this new incarnation. And uh, Luke, what's his face, was good last week. Luke McGregor. He was really good. The Luke McGregor half hour. What? I mean, it was really. He was great. His bits were good. Yeah, Yeah. you love him a little bit too much. Yeah, I know. It's a bit weird. Luke cannot not be funny. Yeah, I know. He was great. Uh, Apparently, apparently, all the the baby comics are trying to touch his hair and stuff so that some of his magic rubs off on the baby comics. Yeah, yeah, this is (laughs) happening over in Adelaide. I'm told. What do you mean, though? Like, it's not like he's... Is he getting big breaks? Uh, yeah. The, the he's on... Uh, Spicks and Specs. He's on Spicks and Specs. <laughs> he's on Dirty Laundry Live. He was in It's a Date. And he'll Please be... Please like me. ...on um, Working Dog's new political oh, really? show. Yeah. New Excellent. Mm-hmm. New political show, oh, which cool. I can't recall what it's called. Sorry. Has it been announced uh, who's in, in that? It has, has now. now. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Breaking news. Well, then, um, no, um, good on, good if, on if him. If it's been announced, then, then we funny. can also say that, that our friend Dave Lawson's uh, mm-hmm. in that show as well. What? Love that guy. No, 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 that no, no, this I may be swinging around to, uh, to edit this bit out. <laughs> yeah. but, but and Celia Pacola's in it as well. Hang on. Luke McGregor, CPAC, and Dave Lawson in a show together. Good God. Can we handle the laugh? I don't think I can handle. Well, we'll see. We will see. We will see. I didn't even know about that. That's exciting. Well, that's why you listen to the show. Yes. Good on them. (laughs) Good on them all. Oh, my what to watch is Black Sails, which is a piratey show. As in piratey R to be sure. Yes. Those sort of pirates. Oh, I thought you meant that you downloaded Uh, it illegally. Boxcutters.net or whatever it was. (laughs) The piratebay.org. No, about pirates. Sorry, and on big boats. Sounds awful. No, okay. It sort of looks like Assassin's Creed, which I've been playing <laughs> wow. a lot of, yes. where you sail a pirate ship around. So I was like, oh, it's sort of like this. So it's lots of scurvy and stuff? Yeah. So it's an American thing. It's made by... It's not a comedy. No, it's not a comedy. It's made by um, Stars, S-T-R-Z, the channel. Which also had Spartacus... Yeah, so they na- they name their channel how kids talk. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it's and it's got um, surprise. It's got the guy that played Michael Hunchins in the in excess oh, show. Oh, because someone's been crushing on so him. So I got a bit of crushing here. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think what's his name? Luke Arnold. So then what's I watched his name. Like you didn't get it tattooed on so your ass. And I, I found that and I was like, <laughs> oh, he looks quite nice as a pirate. And there's lots of other people you recognise from wow. things. It's huge. I mean, it's a huge budget, huge cast. And, yeah, I like piratey things, so that, that's my one to watch. They're not sure whether it's coming to free-to-air or pay TV in Australia at this stage. But uh, you can check it out uh, if you've got an account with a US cable channel. Yeah, yeah. Nice. on Stars. She loves having her buckle swashed. Steel, what's your show? Steel? I'm going to be watching in 28 minutes. Oh, actually, no, it starts at 8.40. Uh, Fat Tony and Co., Mm-hmm. Which is the un underbelly? It's the not belly, right? But it is uh, about it's the t- overbelly, the pork belly. Oh, yeah. Shit. The um, <laughs> I think I'm hungry. Tony Mockbell 
part oh, yeah. of where, where they they couldn't go into that story due to uh, legal proceedings yeah. at the mm-hmm. time. And first underbelly, I would uh, highly rate. I thought that was that was a pretty awesome bit of uh, television, and it was hard to get in Melbourne as well. You had to get it. Mm. You had to get it on the oh, wing. Yeah, I remember Apparently that. People it was all very covert. Offering it. at, at yeah, road intersections. You could go to what? you could go to the the, um, the commission the flats at, and go. Are you Queen chasing? And you'd be well. handed a. I'm chasing. I'm chasing. And you'd be handed a DVD. Apparently, apparently, huh? an editor left a time coded uh, DVD in the back of a taxi that then got oh, ripped and, and was the really? main. I, I got my copy when source. I bought six ecstasy tablets, so that was good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was just an extra. They threw it in. I've actually spoken to someone about uh, allegedly that I may have invented that did uh, lots of ecstasy back when Carl Williams was running his it was ecstasy. You. It was you, wasn't it? It was not. Um, <laughs> I was not in the ecstasy scene. <laughs> um, See, would have been about 12. And he was saying that, yeah, he, like, it was so much better then. Like, he actually put out a great product and that's why everyone else hated him because his ecstasy was, was so much better. He sort of... Um, it's like the blue meth. Yeah, he like totally Heisenberg the rest of Melbourne and, mm. and put out some pretty sweet action for a great price. Mm. <laughs> a real battler. Wow. But uh, yeah, so I'm, 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 I've got high hopes to uh, delve back into that, that seedy underbelly of Melbourne, but yeah, not right. the underbelly. It's not underbelly, everyone, because that brand has been bashed into the ground. Wow. So they're not, it's not. They're no, not putting any of that Fat branding Tony on it. Just Fat Tony. Yeah. But it's the same people who have it's, made it. And it's all the same actors, right. except okay. for Cat Stewart. <laughs> right. So, um, but it's not, okay? Okay. Oh. Mm. So you're watching Overbelly tonight. I am. Fat Tony and Co. 8.30. Catch it up, catch it up. 8.40. Hey, um, when I cast my pod, it's with the box cutters in mind. Box cutters. Pod. Cast. Done. Pork is on the table. Now, I announced this uh, kind of quickly in the last episode. Uh, we have we have uh, taken Nicola off the corrections in studio as we go along. And uh, we are putting it on to you, the listener, to email us corrections at boxcutters.net with anything that we make it wow. wrong. And uh, we, we'll, and, we'll put uh, our hands and, up. And, 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 and Steele didn't know about this. Yeah. He's sweating. And after our trolling conversation as well. <laughs> yeah, this should be fun. <laughs> so anything from the Department of Corrections, send it to that address and uh, we, we, we'll, we'll cop to it. We'll cop to it next week. <laughs> it's because I'm banned from using a laptop in the studio. They're <laughs> just <laughs> going to email us to correct our attitudes. Oh, bam. We didn't get any emails about our attitudes from uh, last week's show. Uh, I'm not sure where this came from. Uh, somebody somebody was asking why we didn't uh, have a look at Orange is the New Black. Everyone seems to be talking about it. And by everyone, I mean some chicks in my office. That was me. Was that you? <laughs> I thought it might have been you. It was me. I said that. They're all telling me to watch it. Have you not? No. It's a good show. It's a good show. It's yeah. it's not uh, it's not massively long. It was uh, was that from Netflix as well? I think it might have been from Netflix. Yes, as yes, it well. was. Um, and, yeah, it was. Uh, it was a Netflix original. We actually reviewed the show in uh, episode 350. Yeah, well. So you can listen to what Josh and I and whoever else was co-hosting that week All right. thought of it. Yeah. Give me Go a link. check out our back, back episodes. It's, it's right probably there. on Box my, iPod. It's on my iPod. 2013 slash 08 slash episode yeah. 350. It's the, there's a second season coming too, so we could talk about that. Just use the search functionality. Do you know I never heard anything about the show? Like it's been around for Seriously? ages, right? Until literally the last couple of weeks, people have been putting stuff on Facebook about it and whatever. Oh, really? Yeah, because you know how there's those BuzzFeed, which character, whatever are you? Oh, There's right. like one yes, for yes, everything. Yes. I did the girls, uh, so because there was okay. something about Lena. Lena Dunham did the which girl's character are you and she got Marnie so basically the world's going to end I did which girl's character are you and I got Adam <laughs> which is, is not what do you boyfriend. watch girls no, what's wrong with you I don't I can't too did, similar to my actual life in my 20s wow really which, which girl's you were a you? rich upstate kind of <laughs> is it? like New York no. person who doesn't no, have a job but somehow still manages to live in an awesome apartment it's just too awkward I can't watch it Marion do you think Steele's uh, shush I don't know. Is there a girl character that doesn't fill out useless surveys on Facebook? Because I'll I'll be that character. Mm. She's pretty much that character. I do all of those. Who were? Oh, I was really happy with. I'm Game of Thrones. I'm um. I'm the dragon girl. Oh, seriously, Khaleesi. 
Khaleesi. Let's just, if we're going to talk about this, let's just burn the internet. Sorry. Still, you've done like a dozen shows since you were last in the studio here you've with us busy, on, busy, on your busy. Uh, I Love Green God Letters podcast. We have. Uh, if you want to go listen to that. Fuck, which you're, was you're your favourite? So prolific. Which was your favourite? I know yeah, it's like children, good. you're not allowed to choose a favourite, but which was the most fun? Of light, uh, probably we had Glenn Robbins on, that was pretty, who that was has had a, a legendary uh, career throughout uh, comedy. Of Hasn't course, he? Uncle Arthur and and Kel mm. and Catherine Brilliant. Kim and uh, Russell Coit, and yeah, it was just he dropped some hilarious stories just about how famous Uncle Arthur was and, mm. and the situations that it, it, like the mob type scenes he was put in. So that was a pretty sweet one. Mm. And last week we had Adam Richard on talking about the criticism he's uh, undergone in taking over the uh, team captain's seat on Spicks and Specs. So that was you know, super funny, but also. Just an interesting insight into how someone takes on like a show that he loved that apparently he's now wrecking mm. and uh, how he's dealt with that. Now, obviously, I can listen to the podcast, but but tell us, uh, was it is it specifically kind of parallels? No, don't give com- the gold comparisons, away. Don't comparisons tell him, between Adam and Alan or, or is it just him on the show and, and how they're all fucking it up? I think it's just them. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It, it's not the people that they used to want, and and a lot of the criticism is very like looks related and stuff like that. And uh, <laughs> Adam hilariously said how they actually got criticism on the Spicks and Specs Facebook page about how disappointed they were in the new cast on Christmas Day. So wow. there's a lot of people that are really. I've been I've living been getting, the right life. <laughs> I've been getting on the Spicks and Specs Facebook page Day. and defending them because it, there's so much hate on it. There's so many people that are just so awful. It's like, do you really feel this passionately though about a 30 minute game show on you know Australian television? Imagine if they were talking I about like Sailor the Century. Do like something this. with your life. Stamp collecting, I hear, is fun. So, have you got a, uh, a simple Bitly uh, address you can send listeners to, or uh... if you're an iTunes user, you can go to I Love Green Guy Letters forward slash iTunes, or if you just want to direct download, just go to I Love Green Guy Letters dot com, and uh, yeah, there's 25 reasonably hilarious episodes for you to listen to. Um, but yeah. Very hilarious, I I think. Can I give you some money for some other episodes? Uh, soon you'll be able to, yes. Excellent. <laughs> I can't wait. I'll do that too. <laughs> Cannot wait. Wicked. You're not trying out stuff over in Adelaide this week still? No, I'll be there next week, the oh. week after next. So if you're an Adelaide oh. listener, I'll be doing my uh, new solo stand-up show, Rosebud, about the beautiful town that I grew up in and the adventures. Oh, I thought it was about... Or the sled. Was, yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's... Yeah, it's the it's the prequel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'll be doing a live I Love Green Guy Letters on the Saturday afternoon or a Melbourne Comedy Festival uh, pretty much every day of the festival except Mondays. I'll be doing Rosebud at the Imperial Hotel. Uh, cheap shows in the first week, preview Excellent. shows. Do we, get, do we get mates rates? Well, we've got to become <laughs> friends first. Oh, uh, tough. <laughs> tough. I thought I thought there'd been some sort of armistice that, go, that yeah. had gone on between you guys. Guess who's coming to your show to heckle you, yeah. Mr. Oh, Saunders? Yeah. Good luck with that. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll have to be fighting with all the other hecklers. <laughs> yeah, well, you'll be uh, <laughs> you'll be walking out in tears. <laughs> so yeah, go see uh, Rosebud at, at your various comedy festivals. We'll be in Sydney as well, but those tickets are not on sale as yet there's so many comedy festival shows that i want to see this year it's mental i know i mean there always are but this time there's so many people creative talented people that i know that are in so many friends of yours yeah i love it i know i'm trying to so many great shows that you can name drop Mm. (laughs) trying to squeeze them all into one night we'll we'll keep the focus on steals for today yeah. yeah, and every day, and every day. Until I mean, the we're end of not the allowed festival. to see anyone else's shows. We'll put a link uh, on the blog too, where we can get all those details. Thanks, buddy. The picture for it is amazing. Who's <laughs> the artist that did your picture? Uh, James Fosdyke, oh, who fantastic. is a, uh, a prolific podcast artist, and he did he did like he does Will Anderson's posters. Yeah, and stuff right. Like very, very. He's cool. uh, he's not bad, and I had to send a lot of photos of me uh, punching myself. Wow. To get the uh, <laughs> the correct image. <laughs> I love that. I I wish there was a video like outtake of you getting those. Oh, oh I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll put up. I'll put up some photos of <laughs> oh, me excellent. punching myself. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah, it is a great. That's a great. It poster. is a really good picture. Good on him. Thanks. Just got to make sure that that's the 
like people don't go see the show and go well the poster was good (laughs) (laughs) or they'll go that poster looks wicked and go see the show and say excellent Excellent. The poster lived up to it. Yeah. And that does bring us to the end of Box Cutters episode 363. I'd like to thank everybody who's helped with everything, including Marion Blythe, Nicola Holiday, at Steel Saunders. <laughs> Very good. Very succinct. And I'm as ever Brett Cropley. Thanks for listening to Box Cutters. Catch us again next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. Peace out. Box Cutters thanks 3RRR, the greatest radio station in the universe, whose studios we use to record this show pretty much each and every week. The show is produced by Brett Cropley with Marion Blythe, Steel Saunders, Nicola Holiday, Chris Tuddy and the very handsome Dave Lawson. Brett Cropley records, edits and produces the audio. Peter Wilson keeps everything nicely greased up on the internet If you enjoyed this show, please spread the word. You can leave us a five-star review on iTunes, tell three friends, write emails, post on Facebook, start a Tumblr blog, write some fan fiction, pitch a movie of the week biopic, or even tweet about us. Everything counts. Send us your thoughts, feelings, and deepest secrets through the Contact Us form on the blog at boxcutters.net, on the Twitters at boxcutterscast, or at facebook.com slash boxcutters. Stuart could play Mercedes Corby's, but there are other actors that, like, there are other people that could play Mercedes Corby's, yeah. Yep, yep. Um, Yana Vent could have a good show at it. Do you reckon? Yep, yep. I think that her teeth are too perfect for the prosthetics to go over them. What about Bugs Bunny in a wig? Oh, my God. Yes. Like, Bugs Bunny, like, just the... With the skirt? The, yeah, the, the full drag The dude up. that walks around Warner Brothers movie world in the Bugs Bunny suit. <laughs> <laughs> That could work. I reckon Taz. Taz would have to like. Are you Taz, talking about the Tasmania, character from the, from, from Tazzy Looney Devil? Tunes. Yeah, Tazzy Devil. That's a cartoon. <laughs> the whirlwind I, crazy. I think, I think there's less acting involved there. Hey, you know who I think could maybe do it? Who? Hi, this is Pete Smith. You've been listening to or have just missed Box Cutters.